This is Colin, he has a problem He has a lot of DVDs and some of them he hasn't seen So he's gonna grab his son and they're gonna watch each one until the pile is empty These films are still under wraps, still under wraps Unwatched, unloved and still under wraps, still under wraps, still under These films are unwatched, unloved and still under wraps Hello and welcome to Still Under Wraps. My name is Colin and with me as always is my fellow film watcher, compadre and son, Thomas. Hi, hello. Welcome. And what have you been up to? I went I went for a walk. I heard you went for a walk. Yeah. In fact, I saw, I witnessed you leaving. Mm. However, you were leaving in a vehicle. So yes. no evidence of a walk there. And I saw you arrive just after a bus pulled up. Mm, very suspicious. So, mm. one wonders exactly how much walking one did. About three hours of walking. <laughs> Neither of which included uh, this place as a destination or departure point? Well, well, I arrived here by walking. Oh, did you? Yes. The bus was just a ruse. The bus was just a bus. Right, fair enough. Okay, I walked today too, and it would have been about three hours. Mm. He was interrupted by a um, psychologist therapy session, but but then I continued on walking. Yes, I I didn't really do much stopping walking. No. However, speaking of not stopping and continuing on... Let's continue on with the topic of today's podcast. Yes, let's. A movie of which I have seen a version of, which is a little bit of a cheat, but from my reading and understanding, um, there is quite a considerable uh, amount of difference between this version and the theatrical release, and it is one of those occasions where the director's cut is more in keeping with what the director originally intended, but the distributor demanded Mm. changes to be made, which he instantly got rid of as soon as he (laughs) was given the opportunity to make a director's cut. Now, whether this means that the director's cut is actually better or or worse than than the theatrical... Well, it's one of those situations where... um, the theatrical release, they insisted that some dialogue in the form of a um, explaining what is sort of going on right. was deemed necessary right at the beginning, uh, of which the director argued, well, that really gives away a whole heap of the plot very early on in the piece. Uh, that has gone. A, a Blade Runnerish problem. Very much a Blade Runnerish problem. So, yes. Um, so, what is this movie that we are watching? Uh, it is the director's cut of Dark City. Would you tell us about what is said on the blurb on the back of the DVD case? When John Murdoch wakes with no memory at the scene of a grisly murder. 
he soon finds himself hunted by the police, a woman claiming to be his wife, and a mysterious group of pale men who seem to control everything and everyone in the city. That's what we're in for uh, today. Thomas is going to release the Dark City from its DVD case. I should have asked him to do that. Yeah. Run a thumbnail along the the edge of the... Or oh no, he's going to insist on opening it from the end. We re- uh, it's not. It's not. Gonna, it's not going to work. Is no, it? you need to stick no. a thumbnail in in that side. There we go. Rub it back and forth. There we go. You've got a slit now. And no, I don't. Oh. <laughs> you were wrong. Okay. Well, unfortunately, uh, this <laughs> podcast has come to a premature end because. We can't get the disc out of the cellophane wrapper. Um, <laughs> Thomas just checked to see whether I'd hit the pause button, but no, no, this is enthralling listening to our dear listener. Oh, he's got a corner. He's he's through. That corner is my my place of ingress. There we go. Uh, You take that and and also that. Take that away. It's out. Also, also (laughs) beats. What? Oh, oh dear. Oh dear. He's he's really made a mess of it. Oh, and he's. He's opened the case prematurely, um, a, a segment of the show that our dear listener thoroughly looks forward to and likes the anticipation, and, and he goes and opens the case with no warning whatsoever. Ooh. It's got a holographic image on it. Well, sort of. It's, it's it just very interesting light. <laughs> yes. Okay, so the disc is... Now out of its case. Now out of its case. The disc is now out of its... So if I take it out of its case, I've just got to keep <laughs> holding it until we finish recording. Thomas, would you please put the disc into the player and we shall watch uh, the director's cut of Dark City and come back to you in a little while and uh, give our uh, opinion as to whether it stays on the shelf or not. So we'll catch you on the flip side. Turn to side B. Mongrel.
So, what did you think? I liked most of it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think the ending quite worked for me. The end. I'm surprised at how little I actually remembered of the theatrical release, and so making a comparison is hard. Um, and I think the ending was slightly different, but I can't. I don't remember them revealing. Oh. Hang on. This is a spoiler break, so if you don't want spoilers, then leave before this sound. I don't believe in the theatrical release. They... Oh, they must have done. I don't know. I don't remember the space, them being in a spaceship as such. I... Look, uh, yeah, <laughs> no, as I no, said, No, that was always true. Yeah, but did they... I don't know. Anyway, it... Yes, I don't know. So, <laughs> if, if you're keen to watch the theatrical release and compare it, then mm. you're, it does happen to be on the shelf watched. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, it is there. Okay. Um, as far as similarities to certain other movies that you have seen, did you... I don't know. It just the 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 fight at the end felt a little cheesy, and and at that point I, I was a, a bit of a letdown, and at that point the rest of the end also just didn't quite work. Yep. Yep. Um, I guess the obvious comparison is the Matrix, mm. and in fact they used the Matrix. Uh, used a number of the sets that were made right. for this um, and story similarities of someone suddenly realising what's going on with the system and mm. and taking advantage of it and playing them at their their own game, I guess. is. A... But anyway, I'm now going to have to watch, I think, the theatrical release and decide which one I prefer. And, uh, yes, decide which one is the definitive version and <laughs> mm-hmm. which one remains on the shelf. But I'm, I'm glad I watched it. And I, I thought it was, in a lot of ways, before its time, I think. And yet slipped under the radar very much. Right. Um, you know, everyone remembers The Matrix, but how many remember Dark City? And yet it also drew heavily from, uh, stylistically, from a lot of uh, film noir films and uh, even, you know, going back as far as Metropolis. uh, Right. The silent movies, you know, early science fiction. and, And look, one of the first science fiction movies made in France also I seem to recall um, has time standing still whilst other people are able to move around within that time standing still I can't even remember what movie that is but it, it suddenly rang bells as far as 
Mm. Uh, that was concerned. But anyway. yeah, I'm, I'm not sure that's a solid enough picture for me to do a quick search. <laughs> no, um, but there are whole scenes of Paris sort of brought to a standstill whilst someone right. else is, is still able to do things. And yeah, um, that, that would, I'm sure, bring it up. Right. If you were to search Paris time standstill silent movie. Try that. No, that can't be it. That film is, is, is lost. So, not very helpful. Don't know. Huh. Don't know. Okay. I could be imagining it. Um... I'm sure that one of our dear listeners knows exactly mm. what I'm talking about. And uh, there's the challenge. This will get you a, uh, an extra point. Right. If you can name the movie that I'm thinking of, and I shall go and search for it after the podcast, and uh, we'll see what we can come up with. And there's that one point. <laughs> Any other thoughts on uh, Dark City? It was fine, just up until the climactic fight. It it progressed. Yep. The the, the pace was good. Things got revealed at at a reasonable reasonable pace. And and it felt satisfying up until that that fight. Yep. Okay. The, The the score was nice. That was um, Monty Python soundtracks, maybe? I don't know. I could be making that up. No. 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 Did Labyrinth. Right. Okay. Trevor Jones. Trevor Jones. Oh, Oh, this is gripping stuff, this podcast. Mm. Um, Yeah. So... (laughs) As he reads the uh, the character names of some of the characters um, and sees Mr. Sleep, I think that's what I need. So we might Mr. Quick and quickly <laughs> continue on. Uh, that is quickly. <laughs> that is certainly staying on the shelf. Um, as to which version, mm. that remains to be seen. Um, and I do put the challenge out to you, Thomas, to watch the. <laughs> In at your leisure, when you get a chance, see whether you agree with me. I don't know when I will get a chance to either, so they will both remain on the shelf for the time being. Um, and yeah, I, I certainly recommend checking it out. Uh, I think it's a, a solid enough foray into um, a weird, mind twisted science fiction. Mm. Yes. Oh, I think I know where I'm getting the um, Monty Python vibe from. Is I was thinking of connections with uh, Twelve Monkeys, right? Which was directed by Terry Gilliam. No, no, I think no, no, um, no. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Thank you. Okay, uh, who that, that, was that beleaguered director? Was part of yes, the Monty Python crew, and uh, what a convoluted mind! It was Terry's. Mm. Terry's. 
Terry Jones, Terry Gilliam, Terry uh, Twelve Monkeys. Uh, it had no Trevor Jones. <laughs> Trevor Jones, Terry Trevi, Trevi. Terry, this is. Shall we start again? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that's. It, it had a very much a Twelve Monkeys vibe to it. I thought as well, where one didn't quite know what was going on until right. It, yes. One had more of an idea. Mm. It, it drip drip fed you. Um, yes. Right. Okay, so we're uh, moving on. Yes. What's on the show? You know it's probably DVDs. Okay. While we're moving on to this next segment, um, where it the the amount of time between us recording this the the next segment and now will be much shorter than what you experience because I have to fill in some cells on a spreadsheet. Well, there have been some more additions. No, I just haven't filled it in. I just haven't filled in the question marks. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, well, don't don't. Uh, uh, maybe yeah, one of yeah, those won't yeah, come okay. come up. Yeah. So. I'm going to fill in the question marks. Well, no, he's seen the question marks as to whether ah. he's not seen these. And so, okay, so we shall just pause for a moment whilst mm. Thomas fills in some question marks. This will be edited out in the... Because he'll probably no doubt say, have I seen that? Oh, no, no, no. I'm quite sure on all of these. Uh, which doesn't say anything about uh anything no no only that i am sure sure as to whether you have seen it or not Mm. you are quite positive as to whether you have seen it or not Mm. we have had a number of additions and we we welcome a new listener who has been mentioned previously on the podcast and his is now irate that uh he only gets to add one to the list Dan, we do apologise for that, but it just got crazy there for a while. And as you haven't even heard that episode, I I don't think you've earned the right to add more than one a week. (laughs) All this being said, there are 37 films in the list. There are 37 films in the list. And you're going to spin the randomising random randomometer. Powered by random.org. Number 13. Number 13, which has been submitted by... Lee. No, let's pick another number. (laughs) So what Lee sent in was Logan's Run. Logan's Run. See, Lee has this this technique. He's he's aiming for the low-hanging fruit just to pick up. The scores, mm. you know, he so <laughs> points is better than no points. That's right. So he's going for safe bets from me, mm. not counting on any multiplier, but just chalking up his score by yeah. picking. I have indeed seen Logan's run uh, a couple of times. I have even seen the entire, I think, eleven episodes of the TV series that was cancelled. Right. I. Used to watch it at my grandmother's place. Right. Yes. So. A little different order. Uh, is it? Is it on the shelf? Is it on the shelf? No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. 
Um, in fact, I've had the book in the house longer than the film. I borrowed the book from the library when I was finally old enough to read adult books. Right. And there are some adult bits in that book. Right. Um, <laughs> so, but yes. Yes, so I, I, I remember the book more than I remember the movie. Right. Um, but, uh, but loved the TV series, which was toned down a lot, but it, it being made for television and sort of a broader audience, I think. Yes. And they are t- have, there is talks of them remaking it. Right. But, you know, there's talks of remaking absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. That being said, yes, it's not uh, on the shelf. It not being on the shelf, and it's I not have not Road, seen it. And Thomas has not seen it. See, he built up that anticipation there, and for all of that effort, mm. Lee, you get one point. Yep, one lone solitary point. Uh, it is not on the shelf, especially not on Blu-ray, and. I confess I'd probably be curious to watch it again, but I find, is it Michael York, I think, is the main actor in that? I'm I'm busy. (laughs) I think it's Michael York, and I, I find him hard to take, I must admit. I found his replacement in the TV series a lot more acceptable an actor, and everyone's freaking out there. Uh, but <laughs> okay, so it, Thomas is still busy. Mm-hmm. Cool. The cat's still busy. Yep, sure is. Lee has just moved up one more notch on his uh, podium position in the leaderboard. But from first to first, from first to first. But now that we've got a few more people contributing and. Uh, Yes. <laughs> Maybe, Dan, we should, rather than give you a whole heap of uh, extra guesses, that we take every second guess of Lee's away off the, <laughs> off the board. Should we do that? No. <laughs> no, no, for the, I, for I, the I very same reason that we stopped uh, taking multiple guesses from people during the week, even though we stressed that it was one per week it just it became a monster and became all consuming and somewhat depressing mm. that we'd created or i'd created a monster it was my idea wasn't it yeah the idea is probably somewhere back in one of these episodes yes um very early on um but yes so we're taking one contribution per week because no, believe no it or consolation not guesses. it is a, a bit of effort to mm to keep this spreadsheet uh, Mm. ticking along. Okay. So, well done, Lee. And thank you. And uh, again, one per week, but we'd love everyone to contribute one per week. We we can cope with that and we actually get excited and and thrilled. It it also became somewhat blah when we had multiple guesses because... Mm. You know, it almost felt like someone was just flicking through IMDb's catalogue and... Yeah, yeah oh, it's just it's just him again. Yes. Oh. Uh, anyway, 
Um, so let's move on to our final segment and find out what we are going to be watching next week. Shake the phone and pick a film and then we'll watch the film next week. And Thomas has just picked up his iPad and he's given it. He's I can't even speak proper. Um, he's given it a shake. The 2010 film, The Trip. Ah, is this the British pair? It, it looks like a British pair. A British yes. pair. This is this could be very very rude, um, <laughs> embarrassingly so. But it's meant to be quite amusing, even though it is quite rude. It's got what's his face and thingamy bob off that comedy show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I shall put you out of your misery. Thank you, Steve Coogan and Rob Brydon. Yes, uh, and look, this is another film that I didn't even buy. This is one of the prizes uh, when I won a stack of DVDs and Blu-rays from Madman Distributors, mm. and it's just stayed on the shelf and i think it's actually on blu-ray yes and for years didn't have a blu-ray player so you know it just sat on the shelf waiting and so has remained on the list of unwatched and unloved and still under wraps so Mm. we could be in for a a complete unknown and complete uh yes anywho madman uh were certainly keen to send it my way so who knows? And I think there are still a few more like that. That being said, one of our guilty pleasures was also one of those films. That was Rubber. Mm, yes. So, <laughs> um, yes. Let's uh, wrap this thing up. Next yep. week, we are going to be watching The Trip. We hope that you can join us and hopefully I can string a sentence together a little better. Um, today has been an interesting one mental health wise and mm-hmm. and excitement wise um maybe in the next episode or the episode after that i might reveal um what is is uh, causing such joys and uh, dramas but uh, right. but not not on this episode no um and so with that again we hope you can join us next time and We'll catch you later. Bye. You have been listening to Still Under Wraps. Your hosts were Colin, who produces and edits the show, and Thomas, who makes the artwork and music. Still Under Wraps is recorded in the Deranged Cat Studios in scenic Tasmania, Australia. Movies are selected at random through My Movies, an excellent piece of movie collection software. You can find links to that as well as our quote-unquote blog and our Facebook group in the show notes. Still Under Wraps is a High Hello production.
Coming up next on 95.7 FM Words, more words. No, I don't think I have any more words in me. <laughs> oh, at least it's a short one. <laughs> and there's big gaps, so I can cut those out. Meanwhile, over at the ABC, power outages. Oh, they've still got power outages. Oh, no, 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 those are over now. They're over but now? Have they, they got are... everything up and running? Yes, everything's back up. Oh, good. But um, there, it was a time capsule for a while there. Fair enough. Um, and, you know, we hope that you recover quickly from that so that you can mm. uh, take us on board um, as a discovered talent. <laughs> Maybe we could guest host Rage. <laughs> Rage. Rage, 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 which for any of our non-Australian listeners means nothing. Mm. Until they looked up, because we're on the internet. We're on the internets, and um, it's even on the YouTubes, at least the opening or the closing Mm. of Rage. I'm sure there's many different versions of it. I better cut this thing to pieces and tape it together it's, with... It's probably on ABC Me right now. It probably is. Yeah. Because it's weekday. I think I breach copyright enough by mm. including <laughs> one track of the soundtrack, but I think I can get away with it for um, what purposes? Something purposes for... Uh, what do they call it? Well, it's called for... fair use in the US, but... Uh, fair, fair dealings? Yeah, for review purposes, or mm. um, I don't think we can rate as educational. <laughs> fair dealing. All right. Fair dealing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're not going to turn rage on. And no. Risk the wrath of having it play someone very, very um, legally minded. Mm. Mm. I'm going to stop now. Yeah. Probably for the best. Yeah. Bye.